Hello, my whizzes. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Daniela Bolzman, the founder of Mindful Goods and the creator of the Buy Now Method, a framework used to create show-stopping Amazon listings that make your products stand out and sell. So I know a lot of my listeners have gone full force into e-commerce over the past few months. And I also know that a lot of you guys are navigating the complicated world of selling on Amazon. In today's episode with Daniela, we will cover three ways to improve your Amazon listings, how to get your Amazon shoppers to buy now, and Daniela's top three secrets used by all the Amazon pros. We've got a lot to cover today, so let's get right into it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. Hey there, whizzes. So it seemed only natural that this episode is supported by Mindful Goods, Daniela's company. I want to be clear, this is not a sponsor message per se, but instead it's an offer for my listeners. When we return from the break, you're going to hear Daniela talk about her mini audit offer where you can send her your Amazon listing and she will record you a mini video with personalized feedback on where you can improve your page right now. These audits are normally $149, and she is knocking $100 off for our Food Biz Whiz listeners, so you guys can get her feedback for $49. Now, that is a steal. Use promo code RETAILREADY100 when you purchase the mini audit on her website directly at mindfulgoods.co or found in today's show notes. Hi, Daniela. Great to have you on the show today. Hi, Allie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. So it has it has been a minute since I've done an episode on Amazon, and I feel like things are changing so rapidly over there. I'm really excited to have a fresh perspective on that platform. Yes, now is the time, but Amazon is always changing every day. So it is it is always the time with Amazon. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that that's the, you and I talked about that when we first connected, that you literally are like, your life's work is this platform that is constantly changing. It is constantly changing. And that's why we solely focus on Amazon because it's it's a beast. It's a lot to keep up with. So it also allows us to really stay focused and hone in on best practices and improve for clients over time, which we love. Yeah. So you do all that work through mindful goods, right? Can you tell me a little bit about your, 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 role there and what Mindful Goods is? Sure. Uh, so I started Mindful Goods a few years back. Um, after 10 years in marketing, I switched over to focus just solely on e-commerce. Mm-hmm. It was around the time that uh, Amazon purchased Whole Foods. Um, my family has a retail uh, product in, um, in foods. And so we decided to give it a try and help them launch on Amazon. Um, this is a well-established brand. And I re- quickly realized that if it was challenging for me and this <laughs> challenging for me as a savvy marketer with 10 years experience, um, it was going to be very challenging for a lot of other brands. And so originally we started with, you know, traditional agency model on retainers. And then I realized that really where most brands need the most help is 
getting up and going and getting their listings fully optimized so they can start selling and generating cash flow immediately. So in the last year, we've kind of made that pivot. And now brands at every stage of their journey are coming to us, whether they're already selling on Amazon or whether they're just, you know, pivoting now because of recent events, um, they just come click buy and get all the assets they need without expensive retainers. So that's what we do at Mindful Goods. Yeah. And I love that business model. Of course I do. I mean, as as someone who has an (laughs) online course, I love the business model of giving our clients the tools that they need to DIY, of course, with handholding if they want it, but, but I, I love the model that you've set up. So today, today we're going to talk about sales, getting sales on Amazon. So I'm sure Danielle, you have, you've seen it all, right? Like those great listings that capture the attention of those Amazon browsers. You've probably seen the horrible listings with spelling (laughs) errors and incomplete information. We all know the ones and then like everything in between. So Let's start off with those three things that our listeners can do right now. You said that they can do them today to improve their listings. So tell me the three things and then we're going to go into detail. Sure. So the first thing is getting found, right? So the easiest way to get found is through your search engine optimization, SEO. The second way that you're going to, um, the second step is you're actually going to get clicks. You're going to do this by focusing on your main image. And the last, the third thing is going to be um, getting your sales or capturing those sales once they're inside your listing. And you do that through the visual story storytelling of your product mm-hmm. images and the A-plus content. So those are really the three areas that I'm going to show you today how to dial in so that you can get it done today. All right. I love this. So let's start at the top. Like, get found. I feel like that, that feels <laughs> obvious, right? Like we got we to gotta show up. So how do we do it? So here's, here's the thing. There's, there's one main way to get found on Amazon and that's through SEO. SEO is, is all of the keywords that shoppers are typing into the Amazon search box to find your product. And one of the best examples that I have heard of, of explaining how SEO works on Amazon or how it works on any search engine like Google is you have to imagine that your shopper, if they're searching for, um, let's say you're selling a Christmas tree, right? Not everybody calls it a Christmas tree. Some people um, are looking for a white Christmas tree, a Charlie Brown tree, um, a plastic tree, a, you know, all kinds yeah. of different ways that people search for it. And that's the kind of thinking that you need to have with SEO. You need to be thinking if they're searching for my product, whether, what are other things they might be searching for? Um, if they're searching for my product, what are some of the different words that they might words and phrases that they might use? And then what are my competitors using? And then when you search those words on Amazon and you see your competitors, does it look like you fit into that group? Mm. If your product was sitting there, would you fit in? Now go look at the titles that they're using and look at the keywords that they're using in their bullet points and see what are those, those common phrases, right? And there's tools to help you get this done. And one of, one of my favorites is actually called WordTree. Um, we actually use a robust set of like three to five tools at any given time. So we're pulling multiple data sources in addition to Amazon um, analytics data that mm-hmm. we pull direct from Amazon and we combine everything. But when you're just needing to get this done today and you want something 10 times better than what you probably have, <laughs> what you can do is go search for your product on Amazon using the keywords that you think your customers are using. Yep. Come up with the top 10 that you click through and you, re- you see that they're using, you know, really great titles that don't look just like a few words. They're, they're a lot longer and they have extra keywords put in them because you can read them and see that they're a lot longer. Those are likely they've already put in the work to be able to get found on Amazon. Mm. So what you can do 
is copy the ASIN, which is um, this, this like nine digit number. I think it starts with a B at the very top of the URL. There's an ASIN, or if you scroll down to where it shows you the product details in the middle of the listing, there's, it'll say ASIN, A-S-I-N, and then there's a number. You just copy paste that into WordTree and you can do that with up to 10 competitors and it'll basically scrape their listing and give you all of the top keywords found across all your competitors. So that's the, the quick and easy um, shortcut to getting all those keywords really quick. And then you can manually with your human eye, look through them and see, okay, is this relevant to my product? Yes or no? Yes or no? And you just go through that list and then you start baking them into your listing, infusing them into your title, infusing them into your bullet points, infusing them into the backend search terms and the subject matter. And those are really the four main areas that help you get found in terms of um, Amazon's algorithm. Your description, you can write it completely freely. You do get some rank juice, but it's not really heavy on the algorithm. So you can really spend the most time focused on those other areas, your title being the main one. So that's the first one, SEO. Daniela, I feel like we could end the episode right now because you've just (laughs) (laughs) dropped so much knowledge here. (laughs) That's a big one. It is a big one. one. Yeah. And one that feels, I don't know, at least to me, it feels when someone says like, oh, you got to optimize your SEO, my eyes kind of glaze over and I'm like, okay, everyone. I'm going to put that at the bottom of the to-do list. But I got to say, you you just outlined some steps that seem pretty doable. So here's the thing. When you go and order SEO research online, what any company is going to give you is they're just going to go to these tools, plug in the ASINs, download the report, and hand it off to you. Mm -hmm. They're not going to sit there and do the human work that's, that's needed to look at the keywords and say, okay, this one has a good amount of search volume. It has... You know, for some products, you'll get a bunch of keywords that have very low search volume. For some products, you'll get, you'll get lucky and get a huge amount of keywords that have all different kinds of search volume, low, medium, high. And for some keywords are going to be very competitive. So you can use a mix of different uh, volume keywords. But with, you know, what you have to be mindful of is that you still need that human component to decide what is relevant to my product, to my brand. And that's, that's the part that really like, you know, you have to make sure you're paying for if you're getting that kind of service. We do that, but I don't know if everyone else does that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That makes so much sense. Okay. So we're going to focus on our SEO and focus on getting found. And then that second one that you said was like getting clicks, right? Getting clicks. Okay. Okay. So you're getting found because you put the keywords in your listing. So when people search for you in the box, your products are showing up. That's all that that means. Okay. So now your products are showing up but you're showing up against 20 competitors on the top of page one. And maybe you're not even at the top of page one. Now you're in a mix of 50 competitors on page one. And so how do you make your product stand out in this sea of competitors? Well, the first thing is going to be the title, which you've, which you've done above. The second thing is going to be what we call split testing and, and what I call tidbits. I know there's probably a better (laughs) name for this, but, but I'm going to explain to you what this means. So Basically, what we're trying to do with this main image is look at what everyone else is doing and do something different. So are they putting um, the product packaging and the product? Are they putting the um, product at an angle? Are they putting just the bottle? 
Are they putting like, are they putting little ingredients next to it? What, what are they doing? What's showing up in the search box? And so one really great tool that we use that we use across all of our clients is called PicFu. And I love this tool because you can take screenshots of all of these main images and you can drop them into a quick test in 30 minutes. Uh, PicFu will actually tell you which main images are getting, which main images shoppers actually prefer. Wow. And so this is a, this is an off of Amazon test. It's not Amazon data, yeah. but it's a great way for you to validate off of Amazon really quickly and really affordably. Their tests are like less than a hundred bucks and it's super fast. I so love this. Okay. That's pick something foo. I love to do. Yes. Pick foo. And then what I do is I say, okay, if we were going to rethink this main image, what are the, the kinds of things that we could do here to kind of make our product or draw the eye to our product? Could we, um, so one thing you're not allowed to do on main images is it has to be on a white background and you're not allowed to put text. So yep. a lot of people break this rule and Amazon's been cracking down recently, thankfully on none of our clients. <laughs> um, but what you want to keep that in mind and to stay in compliance, um, you want to just use whatever is in your product. So you can put the ingredients, like a little pile of granola next to your granola bag. You can put, mm. um, you can put the, you know, the bag next to, um, next to the actual, like what's in the bag. So yep. you can do different options and you can put the product at an angle with a little shadow to draw the eye. Shadows do an amazing job of drawing the eye. Um, and so you can basically come up with a couple different ideas with your designer. Um, and then again, take those ideas, put them on PicFu as another test and ask, you can actually segment by Amazon shoppers, ask Amazon shoppers, which main image do you prefer? And using all of that feedback, because they're going to tell you which one they prefer, and they're also going to tell you why they prefer that mm. image that you came up with, right? So you look for language, um, language patterns of these shoppers saying, I actually prefer the one at an angle because I can see, I can read the label easier. Um, and so you can use those cues. If somebody says that over 10 times, you say, okay, great, let's make it even bigger. So really people can see this as a bigger product. One of the biggest mistakes I see on main images is I see people leave way too much white space around mm, the edge. Yep. So the product looks smaller against yep. everyone else's. The yep. other one that people don't know is Amazon requires you to use like real photos, but um, you can actually do 3d renderings that look so real now yeah, and they are so much more vibrant and they yep. really draw so much more attention. And when you look at them side by side, you would think, well, that's not like that much different, but on, in e-commerce, those little tiny changes make such a huge difference on click-through rates. So I, I encourage you to spend a lot of time here on your main image and really spend some quality time thinking through and running these split tests because a couple hundred dollars is going to make you thousands of dollars, really. Yes. I love, I love that, Daniela. I realizing that that small investment has a huge return for your brand. Yes. Punch up the vibrancy make sure your, your image pops, add a little angle, add some ingredients, test it with packaging, without packaging, try different things and really get creative to get the eyeballs on your packaging. All right. So number two, I love this split testing, all the tidbits that you mentioned. What's number three, that get selling piece. All right. So we have gotten found with our SEO. We have gotten the clicks and the eyeballs into our listing and now they're inside of our listing. But guess what? Once a shoppers inside your listing. There are so many distractions going on. There's other competitors that are placing their ads all over your listing. So <laughs> your number one goal is to keep the attention on your product. And I will tell you that cookie cutter does not get you there anymore. Yeah. Um, there's so many 
opportunities for food brands right now to level up their listings with visuals and storytelling. And it is, it is just not being done in a, in a way that helps you capture sales. So I, I, this is the other huge area that you can make a lot of impact. And I highly recommend doing this before turning on any advertising because Mm -hmm. this is the, all of these steps are the organic optimization. This is your organic reach. This is how you you can maximize every dollar of what you will spend in the future. And by not doing this, you're just going to have wasted spend. So to get selling in your listing, this is really done with visual cues. It's done with the, the, um, the spicy language that you have in your copy. It's done with the um, visuals that you have in your product images. And it's done with your A-plus content. So if you apply for brand registry, if you have a trademark on your, your product um, and it's and it's live and active. You can apply for brand registry. It's very straightforward. You don't have to pay for it, and then you get access to A plus content, a storefront, yep. um, and extra advertising options, which is fantastic. Um, and dialing out those visuals and that language on your copy and really telling a robust story about your brand is so huge, and it's just the missing link for a lot of brands. So this is really where the buy, the buy now method that we have on our website really comes into full effect because there's all of these little things that you can do to really pump up your listing. So let's say you have in your product images, you have, um, you know, six stock images. Like you just, you just uploaded whatever was in your Dropbox. That's what we most commonly see. <clears throat> and then what we commonly see in the, in the bullet points is that, you know, brands will just like put one little line of what their product is, you know, a five, five lines of what their product is in the bullet. So really where we start is thinking through like, what are the five main things that we need to be saying about our brand that Mm -hmm. are the most crucial things? And we're going to put the first six words, um, up to six words in all caps. And that's really going to be the skimmables. That's what the shopper wants is the skimmables, right? Yep. Everything that comes after that is SEO. It's, it's persuasive copy. It's still readable, but the main goal with that is really, um, again, making sure that you're getting found. So that goes back to step one. The rest is making it skimmable for the shopper and making sure that you are hitting them over the head and repeating what it is that you need to say about your brand in a way that captures them. So once you have those bullet points, you're going to bring them into your product images and you're going to have them as call outs on the top of the, of each image. So in my opinion, every single image is an opportunity to sell. Your images are the only way yeah. that you can sell your product for you. You're not able to stand there like you can in a store and tell people about you, <laughs> how, why you started this company. So you have to find a way to do it visually. So the way we think about the product images is, okay, what do people want to know? If we're talking about food products specifically, the two most important things are your ingredients, making sure that that is front and center. If you do not do this, it is the first question you're going to get asked on your listing in the reviews. So um, the other thing that I see in terms of the ingredients is what a lot of brands will do is just take a picture of the back of the bag and they'll put that as the ingredients. Oh yeah. Shoppers I've seen that too. That. <laughs> no. that. It's annoying, no. <laughs> you know? So the other thing is like, how amazing is it that there's so many brands out there now that are creating these better for you products. And let me tell you the large CPG companies, they don't have time to optimize their listings like this and make it very right. user and shopper friendly yeah. across like catalog of thousands of products. They just don't. Okay. So really this is an opportunity for most emerging brands to excel at and do it fast and do it today. So go into Canva, drop your product images in there. Um, put your, put your colors around it, come up with some kind of theme that works for your brand. This doesn't have to be an expensive project. You can do this yourself or you can come to us and we'll do it for you. But you basically just create these call outs on top of your image 
And the second thing that you do with that is build trust through badges. So um, for instance, if you have, let's say your product is gluten-free, vegan, um, and it's, you know, family run business, female owned, those four things, right? You can yep. make all four of those things into your own little icons. You don't have to use the, the non-GMO certified right. <laughs> logo. You can use that because that one's known and it'll build trust, but all the other ones you can come up with your own really cute yeah. icons for. Um, there's all kinds of little icons and stuff on creative market on Canva. And you yep. can basically just tweak them a little bit, change your brand colors, and it'll seem like they were made just for your brand. Put those on top of the image of the product. Um, have someone enjoying your product. There's all different types of styles of images. And we actually lay each of them out inside of the buy now method. So you can see the different ways that brands are applying different tactics with their photography and their text and their call outs and their badges. And you can see all of these examples in one place. So you can get the creative wheel spinning. But the whole idea here is like that every single image needs to be doing a job. If you just yeah. have an image of a bag sitting there on the counter, that does nothing. Um, so the other thing is like, let's use granola as an example. Like just having a picture of a, of a sexy granola bowl does nothing for me. It shows <laughs> me that yes, you know how to Instagram, but it yeah. doesn't tell me, okay, what are the ingredients? Um, how much sugar content does this have? Um, who is the type of person who enjoys this type of, is this for an active lifestyle? Is this for yeah. moms? Is this like, I want to identify with you as the brand and I yeah. want my questions to be answered. Those are the two things that I need to know through your visuals. And so there's a very systematic way we do this. I highly recommend downloading the full buy now method. So you can yeah. see, like basically go through the full checklist of everything you can do to your visuals, but this could totally be, and will be another course in the future. <laughs> totally. I, I love this. And it's, you're really like, <laughs> you're spot on here because I've had so, I'm sure we've all had these experiences of landing on an Amazon page and just feeling so connected to it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it feels so, it sounds so silly for me to say that because it's, you know, it's an Amazon listing, but there is something that's so magical about landing on that, you know, thoughtful, well-branded page where you think like, aha, like this product was made for me. By now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, Daniela, let's let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're gonna talk about some more secrets. Hang tight. All right. Are you convinced that you need mindful goods mini audit yet? I am. I mean, remember to use the code RETAILREADY100 to save $100 off your purchase, making that audit only 49 bucks. You will get personalized video feedback, clicking through your page to highlight exactly what you can focus on first to improve your Amazon listings. You are going to love this service. Find the full information and the promo code directly in my show notes. All right, we're back. And Daniela, I'm excited to hear your number one pro tip that you said you were going to explain to my audience. So give me, give me your tip. Give me, give me the top tip that you have for, for my listeners today. All right, this is a fun one. And I've never shared this one before, but it's something because we do so many split tests on PicFu and it's really one of our favorite tools that we could not live without at this point. Um, what you can do is let's say you, you listen to this podcast, you yep. went and took action today and you went and did a few of these things and you're just wondering, is it resonating with your audience? One thing you can do is take the link to your listing and you can drop it into PicFu and ask people one simple question. 
um, you can ask them what other questions do you have about this product mm. and you'll get 50 responses of people that'll give you exactly what you should be doing next. And what you can do is identify those language patterns again and say, okay, a bunch of people had the same question. They're wondering how much sugar this has. Let's actually call this out as another big text, you know, text layover on this image. And so those are the kinds of insights that you can do to really go above and beyond for the shopper and help answer those questions. Because if there's any question left unanswered, the sale is gone. So that should be your number one goal is evoking feeling with your product, getting people to identify and answering all their questions. That's all you have to do. I think that this is such a smart tip because (laughs) you're directly responding to your browser's feedback, right? Like that idea that, that these are people in, you know, on PicFu who are Amazon shoppers, and they're going to tell you exactly where the holes are in your listing. Exactly. We've actually done this with so many brands and it's so interesting to see one, you can see the improvements that are made in your sessions, how many people are actually clicking in, um, on your main image, you can see how many, um, how many more people would click on one image versus another. And in some cases we aim for double the amounts of clicks. So imagine what that does to your sales. If you have double the amount of people entering into your listing, and then if you can get those questions answered, imagine what that's going to do for your conversion rate. So it's really a crucial, crucial piece. And you can take that uh, feedback. And one, I will give you just a dummy product that we did with PicFu, and we're going to yep. be sharing this video as a case study soon. Uh, um, well, we actually ran just a, it was like an ice pack or something. And we had all of these visuals that we took from this Amazon listing. And it was just a complete dummy product mm-hmm. that we found online. Yep. And we asked shoppers, what's the thing that's missing or what, what, what's the next thing that's missing? And we saw that, I think it was like five or 10 out of the 50 responses said, well, how, safe as this product to use and how long does it last outside the fridge? So people were wondering, can I put it on my skin? Is it safe for my kids? And how, how long will this ice pack actually stay icy outside the fridge? And the other one was durability. So Mm -hmm. how long will it, will it actually, can I keep reusing this? You know? And so that speaks to, you know, the, the three different things that we didn't really answer, or maybe it maybe they were in your copy or they were in there, but they weren't prominently displayed in a way that, that helped the shopper and aided them in the buying process. So that's the exact type of tangible stuff that you're looking for. I love that. And so it's just eliminating all objections that the browser has in order to get them to a purchase. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that's a great tip, Danielle. I think that you should start spreading this one (laughs) more (laughs) widely. (laughs) Thank you for sharing it for the first time here on the podcast. Of course. Okay. So before we go, I want I want to hear a little bit about these mini audits that you're doing because I know they're, I'm going to say they're all the rage right now. Tell me about your, tell me about the mini audits. Sure. So we have a full scale audit that we do for brands that work on retainer with us. And typically these are brands that are paying thousands of dollars, right? But a lot of times an emerging brand, they don't need that. What they need is they need someone to look at their listing and tell them, okay, just tell me the three things I need to do. What, what else is missing here? And because we look at listings all day long, I can literally hop on a quick loom video for you and tell you exactly what you should be focused on and what's going to move the needle for you. And so that is what the mini audit is. It's basically you head over to our website, click and purchase a mini audit. And for your audience, Allie, we're going to give a hundred dollars off. So it's only going to be $50. Oh, um, I love they, it. 
drop their Amazon link in. And within 48 hours, I will send them a personalized video of all of my insights. Um, I look at mostly I look at the listing itself, but then I also sometimes go into the competitive analysis and other, other quick wins that I may have seen when I was browsing through the data. So um, lots of awesome stuff we share in that. This is so smart. So we do something similar within Retail Ready where we do same thing, Loom video (laughs) of assessing students' sell sheets and their shelf talkers and their price lists. And I got to say the video feedback is, it's awesome, right? Like who wouldn't want someone, someone's mouse, like literally like clicking through and highlighting areas of their website and really giving you that, I don't know, that direct feedback on your, on your listing. That's very cool. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do that was so generous of you to give, give us a special price break for our food biz Whiz listeners. So I'll make sure to link that in our show notes. I'm also going to link word tree and pick because I know that you've, you said both of those a few times and I'm sure my listeners are curious about those. Mm-hmm. And from there, Daniela, how can people find you? Like where can they stay in touch with you? You can find us at mindfulgoods.co and the mini audit will be the first thing you see on our website. Just click the button and that's how you will get in contact with us. Amazing. So I'll link that in our show notes as well. And Daniela, you just gave us so many things to think about in <laughs> such a short period of time. I think this is one of those episodes that people are going to have to you know, stop, pause, take notes, listen to it again. I'm, I just can't thank you enough for all of the knowledge that you dropped today. I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. So my listeners, thank you for joining me on today's episode and listening in on Daniela's expert advice on improving your Amazon sales. So I want to know which tips are you going to implement first? I would love to see those before and after results that you have with Daniela's suggestions. So hit me up in our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group or tag me on Instagram as you're listening today. You can find the link in our, to our Facebook group as well as my Instagram info in today's show notes or on foodbizwiz.com. As always, thanks for listening today and I'll see you right back here next week. Until then, stay busy. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z dot com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.